Welcome back to Patients as Partners. I'm Candace Williams. Today, we continue our conversation with Angel Wells, Assistant Director of Privacy. Angel continues on the subject of medical records access as she explains access through my chart. She also discusses the hot topic of access to medical records of minor children. We have a lot of patients, thankfully, who have signed up to use my chart to be able to view their medical information. Um, I am happy to say that the age range is phenomenal, <laughs> very young to our much older population. Um, and it, it helps patients have the hands-on kind of right now ability to see their information without necessarily having to go request their record. So they can look at their treatment notes, they can see medication lists, problem lists, any lab results get released through my chart. Um, and it gives you the ability to feel like you have a more hands-on and immediate ability to be able to communicate with your providers too if you have questions about your care. Um, with that being said, we have a lot of questions about access to a minor's information through my chart. So Candace, I have a, 12 year old son mm -hmm. and i know you have children as well yeah um and so you probably know how it is to want to always just make sure that they're getting the care that they need and you know you can tell me anything it doesn't matter what you need to go to the doctor for but we must realize that our children are not always going to tell us everything that's going on with them and i'll right. go on i'll go into that a little bit later but right now let me just say for my chart um we do allow parents to be um, have proxy access to their MyCharts account, MyChart account, excuse me, um, once the patient reaches a certain age. So previously, a MyChart proxy, which would be a parent or a legal guardian in this situation, had a limited view of that teen patient's information. So once the patient turned 12 years old, um, you would only see certain things, maybe just uh, be able to make an appointment for the child. You could see their demographic information, you could uh, message the clinical team, but it was very limited as to all the things that you would be able to do for your child. And when they reached the age of 16, all access was cut off. Yes, I know. <laughs> She's like, I have been there. <laughs> and, you know, for my child, I was, I was just starting to say, oh, my gosh, you know, you're 12 and I'm not going to be able to see what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. But I'm happy to say we, we have made some changes to that because we are listening to the voice of our patients and our um our patient's parents and, and what they want to be able to have access to to help their child receive the proper care that they need. Mm -hmm. So now the proxies of a teen patient between the ages of 13 and 17 will have the ability to view more of their teenage patient's information in my chart. So as opposed to just limited things, now you can view upcoming and past appointments where you weren't able to do that before. You can view test results, whereas you weren't able to do that before. You can submit e-visits. You weren't able to do that before. You can see billing, immunizations, medications. Um, you can even complete a request for an on-demand video visit. So we've really tried to open up um, the ability to help your child through the care that they're receiving and see the things that you need to see in their MyChart account. So hopefully that'll make our parents happy. It makes me happy. I'll say that. Well, <laughs> I, I'll say that I applaud that decision as a parent of, of teenagers and young adults. Uh, I think it's great because I, I'd certainly experienced, you know, challenge and disappointment 
you know, not being able to even schedule annual visits because my kids certainly don't schedule their own. And in the past, I would have to call the office to try to find out because I couldn't see it on my chart. And if they didn't uh-huh. have their own set up or to see when their last appointment was or to schedule an e-visit. So I, I definitely think those are the things that are really helpful as we help them manage, manage their care. So that's, that's wonderful to hear. And that's exactly what we were hearing. So it's not that we wanted to not allow a parent to be able to have that involvement. You can have the involvement regardless of my chart, but we just want to make it easier. Right. Um, and, and, and open up the pathway of discussion and helping a child receive the treatment that they need. Um, with that, I will say we did get questions as to why, were, why was there a difference anyway? Like, what is the problem? Why would you have made these restrictions to begin with? So I wanted to talk a little bit because people don't really understand um, the fact that there are rules and regulations out there that kind of guide the decisions that we make Mm -hmm. when it comes to accessing a minor's information. So generally, I'll just say a parent or a legal guardian will have access, access to their minor child's medical records until the child is 18 years of age, period, point blank. That's general. Um, The parent provides the consent for their visit and they may request access that they need to the child's medical record for um, most treatment that is received. But there's a big however coming up. Okay. (laughs) What parents, what many parents do not realize is that there may be times when we're unable to disclose a minor's medical information due to state law. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not that we're trying to give the parent a hard time, but I can go over some situations when the minor is able to control the release of their own medical information. And I'll just give you an example of North Carolina's minor consent rule, okay? Okay. So in North Carolina, a minor is legally able to consent for their own medical treatment when it falls into one of these categories or all, um, but they would be the minor is seeking treatment for pregnancy. Um, That includes getting birth control. Um, The minor is coming to seek treatment or get diagnosis diagnosis of an STD, a communicable disease. Um, the, The minor is coming to seek treatment for abuse of controlled substances or alcohol or maybe even like an emotional disturbance such as a mental health, a small mental health breakdown. Um, And people might not think about this, but minors who have eating disorders, Mm -hmm. that could be a mental disturbance or an emotional disturbance that the minor is having. They don't want to share that information with their parents, but they want to find a way to seek treatment and get help. Um, And those are the areas where a minor can go in. They can consent to their own treatment. The parent does not have to be involved. Um, and when the minor consents to those types of treatment, that means the minor also controls the release of information for that treatment. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So if mama goes in and she wants to know why she got, got a bill, um, or either an explanation of benefits from her insurance company, and it may have given some indication of a pregnancy test, Mm -hmm. we can't disclose any additional information about that if the minor consented or came in and sought treatment on their own, okay? So how does that play out in my chart? So if parents have additional access to view test results and things like that, would those sorts of tests not be visible to a parent in their proxy view of my chart? That is absolutely correct, Candace. Okay. It would not be present. Okay. So while we while we are opening up the ability to see more information, 
um, those are things that we still would not be able to disclose if the minor consented for the treatment on their own. Gotcha. All right. So that's why I said it. there's a big little caveat to this. Right, but, right. Um, <laughs> I will say um, we always offer up these suggestions just in general. And I have to remind myself this, of this as a parent as well. Um, but just always have open conversations with your children about their health care and their needs and things that are going on with them. Um, let them know that they can talk to you about anything that might be perceived as embarrassing or that you as a parent might be really upset about or that they think you might be upset about. Um, because it, opening those, I guess, methods of communication mm -hmm. um, really allows for the minor to be comfortable with talking about things. And ultimately, this rule is not to... Um, I guess I'll say allow the minor to be sneaky and go and get treatment right, for right. things, you know, but it, it's really, um, it's there to ensure the health of our minor patients um, by avoiding any possible bad consequences or outcomes due to not seeking treatment. Right. That really is the, that's the purpose of it, um, period, point blank. So operationally, we have to try to work with that and figure out how it works in the healthcare environment, but it's really to protect um, the health of the patient and any other people uh, that might be involved in the situation that the minor is going through. Thank you for listening to Patients as Partners on Novant Health Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen to us. We hope you're able to make today remarkable.